listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 20. I'm so excited. I've done 20 of these. I hear you don't really, uh, what is it, After until like 100 episodes, that's when you really get into it. So, okay, 80 more. <laughs> I, I don't know how long. That's going to take a while, huh? Once a week, at least. No, at least once a week at most once a week. So um, I have a funny story about my mom and she said I could share this stuff and I love it. I'm actually gonna, I'd love to have her on here um, and do a little bit talking like from her uh, stories that she tells me because she just, my mom is just a character and the things that she did as a kid, I'd love to hear the stories. So it'd be really fun to have her on. So um, because Halloween has just passed I was talking to her and she said, she was telling me about this time when she was a kid. She's about nine and they were very poor. Uh, when my mom was growing up, they were really poor. There's a bunch of kids and I, I don't understand why they were so poor because I know that the rest of the family, I don't think was that, like a lot of my un- my aunts and my, uh, my great aunts, my great uncles, wait, what would it be? Like my grandpa. So his siblings, like they didn't seem there wasn't like, it didn't seem like poverty ran through the family. It was just like, particularly like my mom's dad. Like, I guess he just, I don't, I don't know why. So, um, anyway, so they were really poor and really strict Baptists. And, um, so my mom really wanted to go trick or treating. So that was like, so she was telling me it was, they weren't allowed to go trick or treating because they didn't have, they couldn't afford costumes. So my mom's just like laying in her bed, thinking about this, like, oh man, all that free candy out there. I need that free candy. So she couldn't stop thinking about that free candy. So she um, takes her bed sheet. She's about nine. She takes her bed sheet and she like had to like find the scissors and then she's like sneaking around like and she takes the bed sheet and she's like cutting the eye holes out and you know, I'm sure it had to be like, she had to do it right. And then she had to sneak out of the house and then sneak. <laughs> sneak over like the fence to go get her her candy and so my mom was this like she had a sheet and so she was a ghost that was her plan and she walked around trick-or-treating I wonder what she put it in and she must have found a, a bag to stick her candy in and yeah she scored and then um came back home but her she got in trouble for cutting her sheets up <laughs> I love that story but it sounded like every Halloween, from what I was gathering, was my mom's like, okay, now, two months from now, free candy. Okay, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna make this work. She must have done that. Like, she said that there were some church socials that they would go to, but I have a feeling that she was like coming up with some plans so she could get some free candy. So funny. Both of my parents are hilarious. They don't mean to be, um, but I got permission to tell these permission from my mom to tell these, to, to to tell this story, these stories. Um, oh man, I'm gonna let her. I think I'm gonna have her tell the. Oh my gosh, there was this one time she was okay. This reminds me of that story. It's really sad though. Like she, and it completely has defined my mom and um, always feeling left out. So. Um, she, the neighbors were having a birthday party and the kids and all my my mom and she had like 
eight brothers and sisters and, you know, maybe not that many at the time, maybe even five brothers and sisters, but anyway, anyway, she's a little girl and the neighbors invited them to the party, but they weren't allowed to go because they didn't have presents. And so my mom just stood, the kids just like stood by the fence and just like stared at the other kids having like a fun party. And I mean, my mom was so devastated by that, that now, you know, um, try, uh, it's nice to let my mom feel good and <laughs> try to give my mom a fun party and, um, trying to help her heal past that little, that little inner child. That's like, I wanted to go to the party. It's like, just let them go to the party, whatever. They're like the hillbillies next door, you know, like, um, but my dad, he's a really bad speller. Um, and I mean, sometimes he can spell things. You're like, oh, you spelled beer. Cool. But then sometimes, um, anyway, so there was this dumb thing. My dad doesn't like people very much. He likes his family, but he doesn't like, if you're a stranger, I don't know. He, um, so across, they live in this mobile home community, like a 55 and over retirement. And the people across the street, they're, we call them snowbirds, which are the people who come in from the cold. They come to Arizona in the winter. So they're snowbirds. So these guys are snowbirds. They're there in the winter. And there's not a lot of parking. So the neighbor across the, the, the tiny road, you know, it's very, you know, he's like, okay, you can park in our driveway. This is what my dad, oh, this is what they tell my dad. And the guy's name is Friday, which I think is cool. So Friday said, Friday told my dad that he could park. Um, we, you know, we can use that. My sister comes to visit, we can use that area. We can park in that. I'm sure if I come to visit, I could park in that. So someone else was parking in that parking space that we're, you know, it was really specifically for, you know, my mom and dad and their guests. So my dad goes out there and he makes a sign and he puts it in the driveway and says, tow away. <laughs> no, he said, uh, I think he said something like, he couldn't have said reserved because I don't think he could spell that. It would be like, he probably said, no parking will get towed. Yeah, no parking will get towed. And he spelled it T-O-A-D, will get towed. You know, like a toad, not T-O-W-E-D. And so that's like, that's just classic dad. You will get towed. Um, there was this one time, my dad, I don't know if I told the story. I Sometimes I think I'm gonna tell a story and then I don't know if I do. So if I repeat myself, oh well, whatever. Um, hey, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on episode 20. I could have said this on episode two. So, um, Unless you're a devoted listener, you probably won't even know. So my dad is uh, very antisocial, very, probably one of the most antisocial people I've ever met. And he doesn't, he's just agoraphobia. He's just got agoraphobia. He doesn't like anybody that's, that he doesn't, has, hasn't even, even people that he's met before, he's still like awkward with them. He was awkward with me as a kid. Like he felt strange around me. That's like, I'm like, dad, I'm your kid, you know? Um, so he was um, driving around through his neighborhood and he sees these people in their garage and he thinks to himself, oh, a garage sale. You know, I really, 
oh, probably felt like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take an attempt at being social. I'm going to go to this garage sale. So he gets out of his truck and he walks up, you know, into the garage. He's looking around. He's picking things up, putting them down. He's just like looking, you know, and then they're like, sir, what are you doing? And they're like, this isn't a garage sale. We're just, we just have a garage open. And my dad was like horrified and he just like walks away. Just it's so, I mean, like, poor guy he was already like he was probably like really trying but see he seems to get himself in those kind of predic predicaments because it's like he's trying so hard or he'll think he's being regs you know he's being like norm normal like oh i'm just like everybody else and then he'll get into those things and so like these that kind of like affirms more and more of that antisocial behavior excuse me um but anyway so, but it like constantly wounded more and more of that like self of like being, you know, like he already doesn't, he already struggles with it. And then like he'll get in these situations and make more of a fool of himself so that it just like compounds and packs in that like belief system of the world. So yeah, so <laughs> my mom said he would never even drive past that house like he wouldn't even go near that and you don't even bring it up to him because he's just like it just really is embarrassing but it's i don't mean to make fun of him but I, it's storytelling time and i love to tell stories and i've got plenty of them and my dad and my mom and my like just everything they're just there people ask me well what's your t favorite tv show i'm like my family you know like what, what, what do you, I'm like, I don't need a television. Like, all I gotta do is call my mom and be like, so what happened today? You know, like, same with me. Like, oh, you know, I just, you know, and I'm, yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So this is a funny thing you can do. Um, what if you're hanging out with a friend and you just like, you're just like, oh my gosh, excuse me. And you pick up your phone and you're like, oh, I gotta make this call. And you do it in front of them. Let me see. And you have to dial it and everything. You can't, you know, you gotta do it the old fashioned way. And then you call, like, oh, call on my bank. Hello, just a moment. Your call is now first in line and will be answered by the next available representative. Thank you for your patience. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's just gonna be a few minutes. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm on hold. I'm on hold with my bank. Or you can just like stand there and do this. <laughs> so I found that the other day, and it's um, the worst hold music. It's called Worst Hold Music. It's in a 858-924-0180. So that's really funny, man. <laughs> Sorry, I just gotta call my bank real quick. <laughs> it's like it's like the worst hold music ever. Okay. Um
Okay, now for the second half of this episode, I everything you heard up until that interlude was from okay, I so I played, I was practicing and rehearsing for a show I played, and then I got sick. And it wasn't way sick, but it was more like a sinus thing, and I had to get really serious about my throat and making it so I didn't get way sick. So um, that was not very fun. Now I'm back. I went on a run, and I was laughing as I was went past this house, and they have this like um, like a canopy, like something that someone would set up like at a farmer's market one of those canopies with like the metal legs and it's just sitting in their front yard and like the fabric's just all mangled and it's just I mean it's an eyesore and I just had this idea like it'd be so funny if I was like ding dong hi my name is Debbie Nancy and I just wanted to say this piece that you have in your front yard it is one of the most profoundly amazing sculptural pieces I've seen. Can you tell me who the artist is and how this came about? <laughs> what would they say to me? What lady? This this piece you have. What piece of what? This art piece, this uh, profoundly, it, it, it's just, it takes up almost, cause your yard's not very big and I see that's taking up, it must be very, something you're very proud of. And uh, I just want to know about more about the artist. I own a gallery down at, you know, downtown, and I was just wondering if uh, maybe you'd be interested in displaying this in my my gallery. Like, what would they say to me, <laughs> lady? <laughs> like anyone, because there's like a couple of these houses. Like, for the most part, it's fine. But if you go down this one street, it's really bad. But if you go, don't look that way you can go to the park and it's fine but there's this one street and it's like uh these people don't care <laughs> but my street where i live is nice and everyone takes care of their stuff but then there's that one area um let me see so i played a show last night again again i played a show again and I'm super excited about having more time to focus on more podcast stuff. So that's what I'm doing. If you are enjoying this silly podcast, please follow me, like me, like me, rate it five, rate it with five whatevers. Like, no, no less than that. Please don't bother. And I've heard other podcasters and say the same exact thing recently. You know, if you, let's say there's something you don't quite like about it. Let's say it's like, oh, I like this thing, but, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, the, the sound quality or like whatever. There could be like little things. I wish you had this or I wish I had that. If you give someone a four, and this, this is just me, this, any anyone you like, if you give them anything less than five stars, it pushes you into less of the being shown and being uh, suggested so it doesn't really help your 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 favorite shows if you're like well i'll give it a four star you know because of this and that and maybe you have your good reasons but i would say don't bother just support it or don't and that's something i've recently learned um with that one person that decided to not give me my five star anyway keep it up guys you're here supporting me i'm super excited about the new year it's coming up. You guys got your New Year's 
thoughts. I don't like the resolution because that's kind of silly because that, that means you got your New Year's resolution. Well, <clears throat> that just means you're not going to keep it. But something you want to change. Is there anything you want to do differently? Like something you've been thinking about doing? Because I know I've got a list of stuff I'd like to improve. You know, it's all about improving. What do you want to improve? Because, you know, I know everyone's perfect, um, but I'm not perfect, believe it or not. So I was, ha I was um, having a conversation with my sister and we were talking about uh, blogs. Like her and I both have this thing and I know it's because of how we were raised. We both love looking at cookbooks. Like it's like a comfort thing for me. I'm like, well, you know, I'll pull up. I have like all my books are cookbooks because <laughs> I love, well, I love baking. I'm a, I love baking. I don't do it a ton. And that's because it's high calories. Um, but uh, I was baking at this place that I was working and I got a little burnt out. But anyway, we'll both like take our cookbook. So we didn't realize what we both did that. And we'll go to the thrift store and we'll buy like the most random cookbooks. And then we look at the recipes like on our downtime and not all the time, but it's like a comfort thing for me. She's like, I do that too. And I think it's because when we were kids, our mom, our mom made us do a lot of reading or like we would look at like the cattle, like I remember the Sears catalog. Um, what else would we do? We just spent a lot of time doing that type of thing. So, but then we we're talking about blogs and recipe blogs, which I am really on the fence about a lot of these blog recipes because I mean, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't, but it, recipe books too are the same. Like you don't know if it's actually a good recipe or they just threw it in the book. So, it's funny because you go to read the, okay, I just want the recipe, right? You're just like scroll, 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 no, scroll, oh, oh, there, it's on the bottom. Because they have to tell you your whole life, they have to tell their whole life story around this recipe. They gotta tell you everything. Things like who reads it? Now, to be fair, I know why they do that because I know enough because I smart and stuff. No, it's because the more content you put on your website, the more the search engine will recommend your website if someone's looking for, you know, almond pancakes, almond flour pancakes, gluten-free, you know? So like, you know, so the more they put on there, the more likely all those words are gonna get somebody somehow to your website. And, but my sister says, if that doesn't have the jump to on the top, I'm out of there. So, so it's really funny because most of these, they're these women and, um, it's just kind of the, it's just to me, it's funny because I went looking for something I needed to fix on my truck and I was like, oh, I'm just going to look this up. So I look it up. I find a blog. This guy's recommending how to do this thing. And it was literally like right there. Like he didn't add like five pages of explanation or a story behind it. It was like, here's your information. And I think it's funny because it's so women are so we like have have to have to talk and blah blah blah. And men are just like straight to the point. <laughs> and I love that about each of us. But it's really funny how guys are like practical and women are like, well, I gotta fluff it. I gotta, you know, do all these things to tell you about, you know, why you know Aunt Martha came to visit and oh, I gave her the basket of muffins and she just loved it. <laughs> It's funny. My grandpa, Slusher, used to put me on his knee and um, and he'd do this thing. We'd sit on his knee and he'd and he'd go and he'd hold me 
and he'd shake his knee and make you bounce up and down and he'd sing. And my grandpa used to call me Bolivar because I didn't have a lot of hair when I was a baby. And I think it was probably like I was probably even two and I just didn't have a ton of hair. So he called me Bolivar. So if you ever hear me using that name in one of my sketches, because I do this like hillbilly. I pretend I'm like a hillbilly and my name is Bolivar. If it's if I do that, that's from my childhood. My wacky childhood. And uh, what else about that? I guess that's all. I thought I had something else to tell you. But uh, I don't. Okay, moving on. Okay, this is really downery, a downer thing, but I just want to mention this. Um, it's something that happened that is just really disturbing. And if you're a praying type of person, pray for my uncle. So my uncle just got hit. Well, he okay, so he's he got hit by a car. But not hit by a car, he got dragged by a car. He was, oh my gosh. So my Aunt Pat and Ed, they're, oh my gosh. Such a amazing couple and They've been together for 40 years and they're so in love with each other. It's so amazing to see that still. And um, she's had a lot of health problems and he's been her caregiver. And she's just gone through the ringer for the past couple years. And, but she always, pull, always pulls through. So he was working at Fountain of the Sun in Mesa and it's this retirement community and he was the guard. So they don't let anybody in without um, you know, you have to be authorized to come into their community. And she was not a resident. This lady, she was arguing with him. And I guess he was like, no, you're not. You you can't come in. You like literally can't. And um, he had his head in her window, I guess. Why? I don't know. He had his head stuck in her window. Like, no, you can't come in here. Because he could tell she was probably going to. So she takes off and drags him 10 feet he falls back and hits his head. And now he's in a coma. And well, I guess it was a, a, a medical induced coma because his brain was swelling. And it's so sad because he's so sweet and he loves Pat so much. And he was there to, he just, he would do anything to care for her. And here he is now in the hospital and it's so sad. And I'm just praying for him and my whole family we're just, you know, um, it's just sad and Pat's devastated. So I don't like to be a downer on this podcast, but I can't help but talk about it because it's just, uh, I don't even know what to, I just found out about that. And I just don't really don't know what to do about that, I guess, but just stay positive and because um, they're both just going through so much and hear this. Ugh. So anyway, first for Ed and Pat um but yeah let me see 23 minutes in I've had a heck of a time um finishing this podcast because of the show that I have played and um getting sick and um I get a million ideas I get so many ideas that I just like boom 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 want to do this want to do that and then sometimes I just 
re-record over it and then I forget what I had said before and then I don't know if I'm repeating stories so I gotta stop doing that and be more consistent and getting them out as soon as I record them and not sit on it because I get so busy, right? Right. I don't like that. Gosh, I, I want to say this, but I think this person might be listening eventually. Some, anyway. Okay, let's just say this. When someone says, write too much, it it's too much. Like, I, I there was a girl who I lived, um, it was a housemate, and she would just be like, right, right, right. Remember the right thing? No, don't do it. Don't do it. It's easy to get addicted to. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't keep saying that because every you get the right pass maybe once a year and then we're good. Myself included, right? It's so easy to add that, you know. Okay, so now I'm going to wrap it on up. I'm going to wrap it on up. I'm going to make like a piece of candy and wrap it up. And... Um, I'm not wearing any panties. <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. Welcome to Spaceway. Please scan your first item. Boop. $1.99. Have you scanned your club card? Boop. Club card scanned. Boop. $1.43. Boop. $10.101. Boop. Two bucks and some change. Boop. $84.50. Five cents savings. Please press the button of how you would like to pay. Please insert coins first in our fancy coin collector. Then insert your crispy bills face down with a face face in your feet. Please take your change and get the hell out. Thank you for shopping at Spaceway.